rising. Happy Monday. If you want to learn about consciousness, how to attract great things to your life through manifestation or prayer, whatever you call it, then continue to watch us live. What's up, everybody that's joining? How we doing? I hope everybody had a really amazing weekend. I had a beautiful, very relaxing weekend. Spent some time outdoors. It's very good. Spent a lot of time doing meditation. The last couple, well, the last week, we were supposed to be staying in the, the state of the wish fulfilled as much as possible. So I don't know how many people did that, but it was a challenge on sometimes and other times it wasn't very challenging at all. Um, since I've been doing so many things and making so many shifts, it hasn't been that difficult, which is good. Hi, everybody that's joining. Grand Rising Mary's in the house. Man, the F up is here. We got to talk. It's been forever. Grand Rising and Raising. Hi. I'm going to read from Project 369 today. We're going to take it a little bit back to some basic stuff. Um, hi, hi, hi. Go back to the basics is always good when it's talking about manifestation because I think we get lost in a lot of words and a lot of ideas of what things are and how we're supposed to be and all these other things. And um, when we talk about consciousness and awareness, just having the awareness of the experiences that we're having in life, instead of, you know, thinking all the time that life just happens to us, that we're always the victim of something, it's good to get into a different mind state where we understand that we're creating our reality, whether we know it or we don't, consciously or unconsciously. That's why going back to talking about consciousness, going back to talking about awareness is key. Because the first thing that we need to have awareness of is our self-talk. How do we speak to ourselves every day? What do we think about ourselves? Do you say, oh, I'm so stupid, or I hate the way that I look? Um... Why isn't this happening for me? Are we coming from that really, really negative space? And it's important to even have the awareness of it because most people just think that life happens to you instead of you actually creating what's going on in your life and why your lifestyle is the way that it is. Are you taking inspired action every single day to move forward towards the things that you want to attract to yourself? Or is there a lot of self-pity? Is there a lot of woe is me? Is there a lot of the victim mentality? And it takes work to get yourself out of those thinking and thinking feelings. It doesn't happen overnight. But if you really want to create a life that is of your desires instead of being victim to it, then things start to shift. When you really focus on that, then things will really, really start to shift. I was really challenged by my darkness this past week. But as I brought myself back to awareness, I shifted back to my positive attraction. Every single one of us will fall off of the wagon and have to climb and get back onto it. But the thing is, like, allow yourself to have bad moments, maybe a bad day. But as long as you snap yourself out of it, as long as you gain the awareness that it's all happening and it's not happening because you're, you have bad luck. It's not happening just because this is the way that your life is. It's happening because of something that you are thinking to create these things and events to unfold. And once we understand that and the true power of our nature of what we are, then we can start recreating and have the most beautiful life that we really, really want. Is there sabotaging? That won't help. Sabotaging, again, sabotaging goes back to 
your thinking, your way will do, Len. Sabotaging is a part of your programming. So if you're constantly um, sabotaging yourself, it's because you don't feel worthy or good enough of something that you are trying to achieve or whatever your desire might be, right? So if that is the case, again, it all goes back to reprogramming. That's all that this is, is about reprogramming your mind. If you find that you're sabotaging yourself, I've done it so many times in my life, especially with jobs, with really great jobs, I would sabotage myself because I didn't feel that I was worthy of that job. Now this is going years back when I was living in LA a while ago. There would be such great jobs that would come through and I would just like purposely not answer them on time or sabotage it somehow. And again, that all goes back to the programming. How do you feel about yourself? What do you believe that you are worthy of? If you don't believe that you're worthy of it, you're never going to get it. And you're always going to sabotage situations, even with relationships, with anything that is, if you don't feel good enough, if you don't feel chosen enough, if you don't feel amazing enough, you're always going to do something to sabotage it. And again, it goes back to us. There's no finger to point at anyone in the exterior reality. It all goes back to turning and pointing the finger around ourselves. Whatever is happening in our reality, we are creating through our thoughts and our belief about ourselves, through our self-concept. What is your concept of yourself? Once we start to pick these things apart, once we start to dissect our self-concept and the way that we believe about ourselves or the things that we believe about ourselves, we can understand our world. Right? <clears throat> Let me see if I missed anything. Okay. Too much rhetoric, confusion, and manifestation nonsense. It's not the time for manifesting desires. Unity and self-realization is a must. Without God, consciousness, all manifestations are creating karma. So for one, manifestation is a part of God and consciousness. That's number one. Number two, it's not the time for manifest desires. Unity and self-realization is a must. We're talking about awareness of self, so that would be self-realization. So you're contradicting yourself there. Um, unity is a must. In order to unify with people outside of ourselves, you have to first unify with the inside of yourself. You have to unify with your own universe. So if you're not uniting with yourself, with mo which most people are completely disconnected from self, then you can't unite to the world outside of you. So please, when you come on here and tell me what I should and shouldn't speak about, at least make sense. Because what, what I do these manifestation Mondays and Fridays for is to help people with their mind so that they can unify with other people, so that they can make deep and lasting, loving connections with people. So this is the perfect time for manifestation. This is the perfect time to understand if I create my reality... How can I help the outside world? I have to first help the inside world, which is myself first. So that's going to be two Tuesdays from now about the power of um, sexuality. Okay, so now that we got that out of the way, these lives are about empowerment. If you don't want to be empowered, if you don't want to empower yourself, you don't have to listen. That's all. You can choose to leave. So now that I got that out of the way, 
I'm so sorry to hear about your doggy. But I hope that this is helpful. That really being able to experience the things in your mind in a more positive way helps to influence your outside world where there is that suffering. So I'm really sorry to hear about your puppy. I I would be absolutely heartbroken. So getting back to having awareness. You cannot change the outside world and create this unity that someone commented about if you don't create change within yourself. The biggest issue that I've seen in my three-dimensional experience is how much we want to go to the outside to go and change all these things. But we refuse to look at ourselves. I, I have a neighbor that lives close by and I ran into him yesterday. And he was saying, you know, what are your retreats about? And I was telling him and um, I was telling him about somehow we got into talking about sacred sexuality. And, um, you know, he's like talking about Tantra and stuff. And he's like, you know, a lot of it is eye gazing. A lot of it is like deep connection. And I said, how many people have sex and they have no connection? That's the most connected you'll ever be to another person. Merging with another person. And you have no connection. Sex has become so meaningless that there is no connection in that bonding. It's getting to the point of orgasm as fast as possible and then it's over. So if you cannot connect with yourself, how do you expect to connect with another person? Or how do you expect to create change within other people when you don't even create that change within yourself? When you don't even know how to connect with the person that you that you love. You don't know how to look in someone's eyes. You don't know how to sit body to body with them and do breath work. But you want to make all these changes to the outside world and you can't even connect with someone on a deep level. You can't sexually connect with somebody on a deep level but you expect to make changes on the outside it's a hard time to be single when everyone just wants a physical interaction okay and that is a belief right so right there you're you're putting blocks for yourself it's hard to make a connection when everybody just wants something physical that is a belief because there are people out there and that's something that you have to work on with those blocks is that there are so many people that feel the way that I do about intimacy. Because when we constantly put these things out there, that this is hard to come by, or people only want this, you can only attract that. You can only attract those things. The hookup mentality is so scary and sad. But that's on purpose. If we understand the true nature of what sex can do, which is manifest, like you can use your orgasm to literally manifest your greatest reality and desires and create, obviously you're creating life. That's that energy exchange. It's a big component. But if we constantly look at things as in the negative, then that's all that you can attract. You know, oh, it's only hookup culture and oh, people only want the physical. 
I have the, we have to live in the state of the wish fulfillment. I have the most amazing partner that is open to spirituality and sensuality and sexuality and all these things instead of saying, oh, there's only this kind of people out there and this is all people want. You have to learn to create your own reality and whatever that is. Chewy the bunny, why are you affirming that? I am going to be single forever and came to terms with that. Why are we affirming that? Unless that's what you want. If that's what you want, then, hey, more power to you. But if that isn't what we want, then we should never be affirming this. We should never be affirming that. There are plenty of people that operate from the space of love. There are many people that are evolving. There are many people that are changing. There are many people that are having their own awakening. So maybe you've met someone and they're just not exactly where you want them to be. Affirm for them that they're in the most amazing space and they're able to open their heart and they're able to love, they're able to give. Chewy, again, you are putting out there that something is hard, that something is difficult. You can only get back that. If you're saying it's so hard to meet somebody in a small town, your reality can only reflect that. If that is your true belief, that is what you are conscious of. That's all that you can attract. It's hard to get through to people not to tell the universe what they don't want. They don't listen. It's, it's, and I don't think that it's about people don't listen. I think it's a matter of cognitive dissonance. I think it's saying that if you start to feel or think like this, your reality will change. People are like, yeah, sure. I'll just think positive and all these things are going to change. I think it's very difficult for people to understand that. Um, where was, uh, and the programming. Our programming is, it's literally like a computer. If you upload one game in your computer, no matter what you tell your computer, your computer can't play any other game. It can only play the game that it has uploaded into its consciousness. So if our supercomputer only has one program that I'm not chosen, I'm not good enough, I can never have this, I'm not lucky, um, I've had poor luck my whole life. If that's the only program that your supercomputer has, you can't play anything else. You can't play any other game and have any other experience unless you reprogram that. Right? Unless you reprogram your supercomputer, you're only going to experience those that game that's on your computer. I might too. I'm just kidding. Chewy, <laughs> you have to change your mindset. She said, what else am I supposed to do? I'm on like six different dating apps and don't match with anyone. But again, you're affirming that. So if you're going on to this app with the idea of like, oh my God, like there's no people out there for me. Like I'm just going to keep scrolling and I'm not going to find anybody. You're not. There could be 10 million people on there and you look through every single one. You're like, oh, I'm never going to find anybody. Yet guess what? You're not. I'm late in the class. You're not going to find anyone if that's how you think. 
feedback. KT Reed said, your reality is the feedback of your consciousness. So if it's constantly in your mind that you can't have something, you're never going to be able to do it. I'm never going to get this job. I'm never going to be able to travel the way that I want to. You're not. But if you literally go back into the state of kind of sleep, when you go into your meditation and you see and you feel it, you think feelingly of the things that you want, of the desire, of the state of the wish fulfilled, and you do that every day, you're shifting your consciousness slowly. If you want to make that shift, you got to go into your mind. You can't constantly react to your reality because you're only fighting with yourself. The reality that you've created is what you see out in the outside world. So if you constantly create yourself gratitude, if you constantly are angry at the outside world, and why is this person not showing up, and how dare he say this about me, or how dare she do this to me, something in your consciousness created that. Just go back in. Go back into your mind's eye, go into your consciousness, and rewrite that story every single day. Okay, I have a question. Someone I knew turned out to be very manipulative and a chronic liar. So I have to have cut them out of my life, but it took the wind out of my sails and I lost all, all motivation over the weekend. The first question, what were your beliefs about this person? One. Number two, what is the programming you believe about relationships with people? Is it that they're always there for me? They always support me? They always love me, or is it? I know something bad's gonna happen. Like, this is too good to be true. It's all about what. What are? What is your beliefs about relationship? I don't know if this is romantic relationship or friends or what. I was reading a post. I've been loving myself, but also feel down. If you feel down for an hour or a day, allow yourself that. But then get right back into doing some kind of meditation, some kind of visualization, because it's going to take you out of it. When I feel really shitty and I just go into my mind and I'm like, all right, let's just recreate this. And then I start journaling. I'm like, okay. Then after I did my meditation, I'm like, oh, I feel so much better. I feel so much better. Get your body moving. Get out of the same environment. Move around. I've been single for four years with a purpose in singleness for a season or for a reason at a time. Be patient, staying the energy that there is a person out there and they're on their way. Yes, absolutely. I don't know how to, how not to be unaffected. So I don't know how to be, not be unaffected. Again, it's reprogramming. If also coming from the trauma state, we talk about the trauma brain thing. A lot of people, Many people don't even know that they have a trauma brain. If they've had something traumatic, and traumatic doesn't mean that you were in a war somewhere. Traumatic doesn't have to mean you were in a really bad car accident. Traumatic could just be, or your trauma can be, someone telling you your whole life that you're never going to amount to anything. All those things reshape the brain, right? And if we constantly come from that state and we don't um, rebalance the central nervous system, we're always coming from this state of like these negative things like 
I don't know how to not be affected by this, like always in a state of worry. When we bring ourselves back into the state of balance, we can think more clearly and we can attract the things that we want to us instead of constantly thinking of the negative things. We're able to come from a more centered place. Be like, okay, these are my thoughts. I'm going to write these out. And then I'm going to live from these thoughts. When you come from a trauma brain, it's going to be almost impossible to do it. Benny says, I'm happy and content to be single for now. And I think many people at this time are spending time alone because we're forced to face ourselves. And there's something on a much bigger scale that maybe you're not able to do when you're in relationship with someone else. There are so many shifts that I had to have. I, was, I thought I was going to marry the last person that I was with. And us separating was the best thing that could have ever, 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 ever happened to me. Ever. Because I have been on a path of getting to know myself, knowing my exact desires, and, and finding and living and standing in my true, true, true power and my true purpose. If I was with him, I would have never been able to do that. He was a very jealous and insecure person. And that's the last kind of person that I need to be with. So in order for me to make all the shifts that I have and, and create all the things that I'm creating, I have to do that by myself. My programming is the negative and I've been working on changing the programming. Thanks. Okay, good. I'm just reading emotional intelligence. Yes, meditation on love, God, is the answer to all problems. Meditation is so powerful. Why don't they teach us how to meditate in school? Can you imagine? If they would teach kids to meditate in school, they would know how to self-regulate. They would know their true power. So that's a big reason of why their children are not taught that. I'm ordering my patches today. Love it. Yes, people don't realize they have trauma, so therefore they don't know how to begin to help themselves. And that's the thing, like we don't know how to, or we don't know how to recognize if we're coming from a place of trauma. Because maybe people are like, oh, that happened 10 years ago. That doesn't affect me. When something traumatic does happen, that automatically programs the subconscious. Like if you are little and you burned your hand on the stove, you that imprinted your subconscious immediately. Do not put your hand on that stove. Do not touch it. In the same way, if you were in a car accident, maybe it was 10 or 15 years ago. And you don't realize that every time you drive past an intersection or something that you get really tense or something like that like we still have that trauma that lives in the body so unless we handle and take care of that we're coming from that place so when someone asks you something you're really agitated one day maybe you're coming from that trauma place and your response was a trauma response to them and they didn't deserve it so you know when people say or that saying is um don't bleed on the people that didn't cut you so when we don't handle the trauma brain when we don't handle the central nervous system when we don't regulate ourselves because we're not even aware of it we're hurting a lot of people in a way that we feel that we can't control i can't control it this is just who i am and that is not true traumatic can be being the youngest of six kids and left to fend for themselves absolutely absolutely there's an abandonment there When something negative comes up, just say, not in my world. It works. 
unity with source is the infinite orgasm. Um, lots of work to overcome childhood. Lots of work to overcome from childhood. It can be done once you know how you are wired and you can change it. And that's the, that is the key right there is knowing that you can change it. Is it going to be challenging? Yeah. Is it impossible? No. But do you want to have reign over your reality or do you just want to continue to be a victim of it? Emily said, I tried the emotion code stuff and stuff came up for me that I didn't even remember. But once it came up, I saw how much it was still affecting my choices. And emotion code, Lindsay Little does emotion code healing. She was one of my speakers at my last retreat. And the emotion code stuff, like Emily said, you do a session and an emotion comes up from when you're six years old or from when you're in the womb or from when you're 15. And you're like, I don't, I didn't even remember that. But there are these emotions that live and are trapped in our body and we are still affected by them. So until we recognize those things, we're always going to come from that space. So if you want to change your life, change your wiring. Emotion code is, um, I don't know how to explain it, like in a really good definition, but I've done emotion code and um, I've worked with Lindsay. It is a device that uses um, your voice recognition and energy frequency that um, can literally pull up all the emotions stuck in the body. You know, say trauma at 15 or shame at 11 all i mean emotions that you won't even think of really really random things and you're like well what happened to me at this age like oh my god this is what happened to me or you know what i mean um if you had like she had someone that had um pain in their arm that they couldn't figure out or they couldn't move her hand or something like that they went to every single doctor doctor like we don't see anything wrong Lindsay did an emotion code session and remember and the person um they said, like, I don't remember what it was, but it was, like, something to do with a car accident. So the person's arm was hanging out the window, and they got in a car accident, and something happened to their bicep or something. So they were having all these issues, and the person never even, like, put the two together. But Lindsay was able to clear that emotion, and when you do the clearing of the emotions, you have pain relief, you have, um, you know, better thinking, stillness, peace all different kind of things when we move those trapped emotions out of the body. So that's why going back to the basics today with consciousness and awareness, it's like, what are all these feelings? Like, where are they all coming from? Because when we phantom pain, yeah. So when we realize um, where all these things are coming from, that's when we can really start to change um, the reality. We can't change the reality if we don't know where all this stuff's coming from. I mean, you can. You can bypass those things with hypnosis and stuff like that. But for me and what worked best for me is really getting to the root of things and understanding why I think that way, because I am a puzzle piece kind of person. Like I have to put the puzzle together to get from A to B and you can certainly bypass it. There's ways to bypass it, right? There's not only one way to be able to have the reality that you want. But for me, it was really figuring out where the things were coming from. They're therapists for emotion code. Yes, I'm going to tag Lindsay down here. At Lindsay. 
little emotion code. <laughs> She's going to be like, hey, what are you tagging me for? Uh, okay, let's pin that. So I know he's interested in um, emotion code stuff. Lindsay is amazing. So I hope that this is helpful stuff because sometimes going back to the basics is exactly what we need to know where all this stuff is coming from. Like, yes, I want to recreate my my reality, but where the hell do I start? Rewind. Press rewind. Go back into your life. Where is the programming coming from about your love life, relationships to people, money, your level of success, where you live? All the things that you accept for yourself. Yes. So. Be the energy you want to attract. You are who you surround yourself with. What you want wants you back. You have to make the decision of what it is that you want in order to come to the realization of your vision. So you are who you surround yourself with. My mom would always say that. You are who you hang with. You are who you hang with, right? And that shows you, like, who is in your circle is who you become. And there are many people in my life that were going nowhere fast. And they're no longer in my life. Because I always had visions and dreams of really, really big things, right? Things that I'd be like, well, I don't know how the hell I'm going to do it, but I'm just going to do it. <laughs> your mom, too. You are who you surround yourself with. Tell me who your friends are and I'll tell you who you are, right? You have to make the decision of what it is that you want in order to come to the realization of your vision. So asking yourself, what is it that I truly want? If money were no object, if there were no obstacles in my way, what is it that I would want? How many people know? How many people on here right now know exactly what they want? If I had, if I wanted anything in the world that I, and I could have it, what would it be? Most of the time you ask people, well, what do you want? Like, well, I, and they can't really answer it. When you, when you want to put out there what it is that you want, you got to know what it is that you want. How can anybody give you what you want if you don't even know? It's like going to a restaurant and be like, oh my God, I'm so hungry. And the waitress is like, well, what do you want? You're just like, I don't know. Um, just give me anything. And she brings it back and you're like, I didn't want this. And she's like, well, you didn't tell me what you wanted. Same thing with the world. Same thing with the universe. Same thing with God. How can you get something back when you don't even know what it is that you want to begin with? We've heard the saying, show me your friends and I'll tell you who, who you are. You are who you hang around with. Now let's think about this for a second. Mm -hmm. If you want success and are friends with people, and our friends with people who have no vision, no goals, or whatever the case may be, you are one of the same. If not, you'll become one of the same. If you weren't, then you wouldn't be friends in the first place. We are that which we attract harmoniously. To look at it from another perspective, you're, you like your friends because you have things in common, act the same way, or share hobbies. This will also take effect on your self-identity and the limiting beliefs surrounding you. So are you attracting good or bad? How do you change this? Do you drop your friends like that? Of course not, but you can do things differently. Many people are meant to be in your life for a reason. 
You can take advantage of that fact and help them too. Just be careful when doing so because you cannot help people who choose not to help themselves. And I realized that a long time ago. But again, it's difficult to leave what you're familiar with. But it's necessary. If people don't want to rise with you, leave them behind. Check in with them every now and then. You cannot... You cannot force people to want to elevate with you. So they're either going to rise with you or they're going to gravitate somewhere else to other people that are, have that same belief system. Okay. Surrounding yourself with like-minded individuals who fit your self-identity can be complicated since you are new to the environment of that vibration. Okay, for example, 2020 happened. It was isolating for all of us, right? I lost a lot of people by speaking out and standing in my truth, the truth. I lost a lot of people. People thought I was insane. Even like older women that were mothers of my high school friends were share my videos and saying, did you see what she's saying? How nuts she is and how dare she say this? And people are dying and people are sick. And now people, the same people are asking me what they should do now based on the decisions that they made. So when I go back to say about 2020 is very isolating and at the same time, many of us found our soul tribe. So at that time I completely went to another space of reality, right? And I attracted all the people that were like-minded, attracted all the people that wanted to stand for something. And those people are still a part of my tribe. But it's just going to say, like, when you have, when you start to live on a different vibration or frequency, that's exactly what you're going to attract, whether it's good or whether it's bad. And that's it. So some people are not ready to lose the people that are in their lives because they are choosing to elevate. And you can hold on to them, but the universe is going to show you over and over again why those people should not be in your life. So you're trying to better yourself. There's just going to be scenarios that are going to happen all the time to show you. Continue to elevate. If they want to come with you, they're going to come with you. And if they don't, then they're not going to. 2020 was a blessing in disguise for me. I think it was a blessing in disguise for many of us that are going through this process. And there are so many people that live in the reality where 2020 was a nightmare and, you know, um, they lived in that reality of fear where many of us chose to rise and um, live in a state of empowerment where we're going to speak our truth and where we're going to be exactly the powerful human beings that we were designed to be. Many people are still living in the reality where it's scary and, um, you know, I have to wear my mask and I have to make sure that I have gloves on and all this other stuff. That's not living, that's dying. As you begin to stay in the environment of that vibration, that is all you will attract. Slowly start paying attention to how successful people or like-minded individuals communicate. Ask them questions like what they do or how they did it. When you begin to converse with people like this, your vibration will instantly rise. In fact, it will increase your vibration so much that you might start to feel uncomfortable. And that's a lot of things, a lot of times that will happen with people is that when you do start to raise your frequency, you'll do something to sabotage it. Because you'll feel, you'll feel uncomfortable like, 
I don't deserve this. Like, I don't deserve this person or I don't deserve this level of success. Like, ah, I don't know. But when you're constantly doing meditations and going into the state of the wish fulfilled, it becomes more normal. Your meditation is that centeredness, that grounding place for you that when you do feel uncomfortable, just start doing breath work. Start doing some kind of a two-minute meditation. It says, it's telling you and affirming to you, I deserve this. I am worthy of this. Right? Because when you do elevate, it will feel uncomfortable for a, for a period of time. I can't hang with low vibration people. So, again, after you do raise your frequency and you are living in that space, when you are around people that choose to be negative, that choose to be very judgmental, that talk about people, um, that are very small-minded or closed-minded... It's going to be like a repellent. This is not what I want. This is not the way that I want to feel. This is not the environment that I choose to be in. This is not what I want to do with my time, my energy. Like, why would I spend my energy talking about other people? When I could be spending my energy meditating or going for a walk outside or spending that those moments in gratitude. Because there's someone in my life that's constantly negative all the time. And I'm just like, all right, I'm hanging out. Bye. See ya. Right? Creating boundaries with people that are not in the same vibrational frequency as you is is all about self-love. Why would you allow yourself to go back into a vibrational space that brings you down, that doesn't allow you to grow or expand? I feel it right away, can't do it. I don't use a meditation app. I just literally find a million things on YouTube. Depending on what day that I'm having, like what kind of meditation that I want to do, I find them all the time. So there's there's literally like millions of them. Um, in a new environmental vibration, you get irritated because of your current self-image, self-identity, and the limiting beliefs your subconscious has already programmed for you through different environments. If you pay really close attention to communication, you will come to the realization of an abundance and prosperity consciousness. This is another level of consciousness you are guaranteed to reach. When examining the state of consciousness and vibration you're currently in, it might be hard to grasp their self-concept. Because you're not vibrating on the same abundance and prosperity consciousness as they are. Again, so when you're in the presence of people that are just elevating on a different level, you might get irritated, you might be annoyed. You might be like, oh my God, Like, why are you so positive all the time? When you get finally get to that state or those states of peace or gratitude or abundance everything starts to shift i'm reading from project 369 the key to the universe final edition and this is on page 13 so i'm assuming that it's like chapter one so again once we do elevate every day i say i have no problem paying my bills and i have more money than i'll ever need every single day and when we get in the habit of doing those affirmations It helps you to almost instantly shift. When you are spiraling and you're having these same negative thoughts over and over again, do your affirmations. Affirm what it is that you do want. An overabundance of money flows freely to me through my talents on a daily basis. That was my my affirmation for a long time when I was in L.A., So I was like, all right, let me be specific about this, where the money's coming from. An overabundance of money flows freely to me through my talents on a daily basis, right? 
it's changed now, but my affirmations are different. But when I start to spiral, I'm just like, all right, let me go to my affirmations. Let me affirm what it is that I do want instead of affirming what I don't want. Negativity is so easy. Because that's what we're taught. That everything is hard. Life is not easy. You have to be a certain way. You have to be... Even going back to the vanity thing. How much that is thrown in everyone's face. That you have to be beautiful and you have to be perfect and all these things. And it's always making people feel not good enough. So then you're constantly affirming like, oh, I'm not as pretty as her. I'll never look like him. How could I have a body like that? Gratitude. Be grateful for the things that you do have so that you can be provided with more of things that you have that are good. Let's see what time it is. Okay. We're going to wrap up for this morning. Um, Acceptance with accountability. Yes. We'll wrap up for today, guys. I hope that that was helpful. Um, I don't know. I'll be on maybe tonight, possibly. If not, I will see you guys in the next couple days live, if not Wednesday night. Send me a DM if you have any questions with anything, and I will be announcing the um, official opening for my next retreat, which is going to be September 27th in Tulum, Mexico. I can't wait. I'm super excited. So I'm sending you guys so much love. Thank you for listening, and I hope that you have an amazing, amazing day. Just remember, it's all mindset. You can literally create your own reality if you so choose to. Love you all.